0: You're listening to the Joy of Preparedness podcast from May 3, 2015. Richard Ruge and Skip Geralds are chatting with Sally Hui from the Tzu Chi Foundation. And if you've not heard of them before, I think you're going to be really surprised and pleased to know more about this foundation.
1: As I was preparing for this program, um, I read some words from the Dharma Master, which Sally will get into a little bit further uh, down the road. Um, So here's some of her quotes. Regard others with a compassionate heart and give form to the abstract by turning theories into action. So this is incredibly important for disaster preparedness. You can have the good idea of putting shoes under your bed so that you don't have to walk on glass after an earthquake. But if it's just a good idea, you'll be walking on glass. You need to put it into action. So the, the, the beauty of Su Chi is that they put so many things into action, and it's so comprehensive and so compassionate and so loving and so intelligent, which you're going to be hearing about. Um, at every moment, bring forth the compassionate spirit of, if we don't save others, who will? If we can do this, even this impure world can turn into the pure land. Which well, I, thank you. <laughs> give compassion a form with concrete actions. She she reminds us that over and over again, you can maintain harmony with others. You can do anything. That's another thing that keep, comes through her her work is that we as human beings can do remarkable things. Uh, if we're willing to do it, or if we're willing to take out the time.
2: That's correct. Yeah. What's the so about the Buddhism in action? Because a lot of people think that Buddhism is just meditation or um, sutra recitation. Um, as a act that um, Master Chenya has taken uh, one more step forward, that we have to remember Buddha's teaching, but we have to put it in action. What's good about it that you only know about just as Richard mentioned before, you know how to put a pair of shoes under your your, your bed. You know it's a great idea, but you never put a pair of shoes over there. When it really the disaster happens, you still don't have the shoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do with the city volunteers, I'm very grateful to local volunteers and the international Volunteers are they every day we study Sutra together in the air or um, gather at our office but then what's important is that we put in action
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. we go out and then help um, people on the street we help people to get ready for the disasters and then this is what we are trying to to uh, make people aware of
1: mm-hmm. and and you do a lot of work after the disaster too Katrina, Nepal.
2: Actually, um, the largest um, relief we have done is um, Hurricane Sandy.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, Suji so has given many families. I think the 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 fund is about ten million dollars that we given out. Uh, what really struck us is because such a rich and wealthy country as the united states we can't be devastated when um, a disaster happens but why it happened and then we were devastated i think one key element was we're not prepared
1: right mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. that's what this show is about
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> and and the joy of preparedness the, the reaching out to others and supporting each other bringing us together as a family and a community
0: I I mean, you're speaking to that by whatever it happens to be that you study together in the morning before you get into action brings you together in order to then be able to go out and do those kinds of things. And I think that's part of what we want people to understand, too, when we talk about neighborhoods. You know, or just small groups of people getting together to discuss these kinds of things, just even within a single family, that that dynamic of talking it over and having intention and moving forward together, it makes all the difference in the world.
2: Yeah, that's very right, Skip. Um, I, I I see it as a getting ready for the, the disaster. Preparedness is actually a habit. And if you don't practice it every day, you forget. Mm-hmm. Or something, you just don't know what to do or how to react. It's like you brush your teeth. If you have been brushing your teeth on your forehead, you're going to do that all your life. You don't know you have to really brush on the teeth, right? <laughs> so I think it's a habit, and it's uh, the right information going to everyone's brain.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah the repetition repetition
2: repetition yes
1: <laughs> right, right, and I want to say a couple more quotes and then let's talk about the Dharma master herself um, she said do not underestimate yourself because human beings have unlimited potential one should not regard one's own strength lightly there is nothing in this world that cannot be done and there is no one who does not have the ability there is only the lack of willingness and that's something that we run across all the time in disaster preparedness and training. Mm-hmm. Is we'll go talk, and uh, people go, "Oh, yeah, that's right." And then they'll come back an hour, a year later, an hour later, <laughs> a year later, a
2: year later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And go, uh,
1: "Would you give us another training?" Right, yeah, right, yeah. right.
0: But at least they're listening. I mean, and that's the only, that's the real savings grace as far as I'm concerned is that right. people are still listening to it. I mean, I have that. I mean, I'm not like 100% prepared, you know, I mean, all the time. One, I'm not 100% prepared and not 100% of the time, you know, but I am at least moving in that direction and I am conscious of some of those things. Example that I use is the, is the money that I have in my go bag, um, $200. I go and pilfer that money all the time. Because it's cash money that I know is available, but then if the disaster happened, I wouldn't have that cash. And I know that. So, I mean, there are human things that we're dealing with here. Even for people that are trying to pay attention, it's not possible to pay attention. I think, anyway, it's not possible 100% of the time. Right. If I use myself as an example.
1: So let's talk about Master Ching-Wing. Chen Yang. Chen Yang, yes. Mm-hmm. So, sushi so hasn't been around for thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> how, how did it happen?
2: Uh, I think uh, 49 years ago. Well, I, I should say um, 51 years ago, 1961. No, that was uh, what, 63, 63. 63. Right. And then um, she has decided um, to become a Buddhist nun, that she has um, a proper master to be her. Um, a guide. Then one day, after that, she always thought that what is the meaning of life, and then she wants to help others. But at the beginning, she just thought if I can take care of myself, that's good enough. Mm. But all this happened, and to make the story short, that in 1966, that she saw um, blood in the hospital. That back that time in Taiwan, if you don't have the money to pay, we call, a deposit, you will not be um, admitted to a hospital, regardless of the situation, the healthy situation you have. So um, she saw pool of blood in the hospital and she asked why there was the aboriginal woman who was being carried away because she didn't have the money and she was pregnant at that time and this really hurt master Um, she said she wanted to have a hospital and she wanted to be able to help others one day so starting from then um, she started to tell the her followers in Hualien Back then, it was a very remote area in Taiwan. She said, um, if you want me to stay as your master, you need to do this for me. So 30 housewives started with a five cents. Five cents in Taiwanese money is equals to one penny a day. I say if you can save one penny a day, we can save others' life. And the housewives say, No way. One penny, how can you save one's life? They say yes. With one penny may not be able to save one's life. But with the thirty of us and in the future we'll have 300, three hundred, three thousand, even three million people, one penny a day. Then we can save lives, mm-hmm. so that's uh, the 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 spirit behind the city foundation. We start humble, and we're still humble, mm-hmm. and every penny goes to the victims. And what's Needed, mm-hmm. All the city volunteers going to disasters sites and going to international reliefs, they, we have to pay for our own airfare, our own lodging, and our own food. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. goes to any volunteers, and it has been going for 50 years
1: still. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so did the Dharma Master ever build a hospital?
2: Yes, she did. <laughs> 1986, the very first uh, hospital started in Hualien, the remote Taiwan area, and basically served the people there, a lot of Aboriginal people in the East Taiwan that right. had no money back
1: mm-hmm. then. Yeah, mm-hmm. the poor. they so the poor.
0: So yeah. you know, one of the things that I found interesting was um, I think prior, prior to that period for her, um, something sticks out in my mind. She shaved her head. With a very aggressive style of wanting to become <laughs> a nun. A nun. And um, she found that that wasn't the appropriate path to take. So exactly. What I got from that, though, was just that she's so involved and so committed to what she's doing that mm-hmm. she, she actually moved out ahead of time and then she met her mentor correct?
2: Right, and then by accident it was the last minute that she wanted to, you know, you you have to be ordained I think, I'm not really quite sure how this Buddhist ritual do, but then you have to have a proper master in order to be ordained. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't have one. Mm -hmm. So she said, okay since I'm here, I just walk into a bookstore to buy some books but then that was the affinity Mm -hmm. that she ran into him and then he took her um, as a, his disciple
3: mm-hmm.
2: with just the three prostrations that mm-hmm. was the easiest ceremony ever you know have a buddhist master took a, a, his disciple oh, wow. right It's only five minutes and give her uh, six words in chinese but in english it means uh, for buddhism for the people Mm. That's it. And she has been carrying this on her shoulder for uh, more than 50 years. She thinks this is mm. her responsibility to mm-hmm. help the world. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, she didn't want to mention that she has shaved her head. <laughs> you know, this is not proper. Right, she said, right, even, right. even she said, you know, I was arrested by the police one. I said, no, <laughs> you're almost a saint. She said, yeah, because I ran away from home and the mother reported to police and thought that she was being kidnapped.
0: Oh,
3: so wow. they
2: found her and she was brought into the police station to wait for her mother. Mm-hmm. So she said, I was arrested by the police once. I said, oh no, that's Jinbi. How, how old was
1: she? Mm-hmm.
2: She was uh, 23, I oh. think. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: 23,
1: 24. So, so have you been, ever met the Dharma Master?
2: Uh, Master as- Chen Yang herself? Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually was with her last week. In Taiwan, Ooh. in person, in the same hall. I um, did talk to her. I go back to Taiwan twice a year to see her. Mm-hmm. She's 78 right now. Um, since she only sleeps five and a half hours a day for more than 50 years, I think she's overloaded with her body. But wow. she is spiritually spiritualized that she's still very uh, alert, mm-hmm. still very, very, um, how do we say the very... Conscious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> One of the other things that I that I found in that, that I thought was interesting anyway, was is that she um, um, made some sort of a commitment because of her mother being ill. So, I mean, you're even bringing up, I mean, her connection to her mother. So, she, and then her mother survived whatever it was that was going on at the time and it reinforced even more her commitments
2: that's true um she was adopted um the mother the, her adopted mother was actually uh, her aunt mm. um, they did not have any children mm. so as, according to a taiwanese custom that if you adopt uh, another child especially a girl and the girl will bring in more siblings which Mm -hmm. was true, that she had so many younger siblings Mm -hmm. after her. And then I think at that time, her mother was ill. Then she went to a temple. She prayed and said, if I can use my body or if I can become a vegetarian, you know, I don't kill anymore. Then um, I would like to give my life to my mother. And the mother Mm -hmm. was recovered. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. since then, she just has become a vegetarian. Well, vegetarian to uh, to Chinese or Taiwanese or Asian people means vegan. Mm-hmm. We basically don't eat any uh, dairy or eggs. Mm-hmm. So... That yeah. was the story.
0: Yeah, I mean, I bring that up just because of her commitment. I mean, she right. was just so committed, and yes. I think that's what it takes. I think what all of us in preparedness know is it takes at least one person, hopefully two or more, <laughs> in order to be able to really have an impact. But you need somebody that has that kind of commitment and that, and that you know perseverance within themselves right. to be able to pull that off.
2: Mm-hmm. How
0: many SUCHI
2: volunteers are there? Of about a million yeah. in 92 countries.
1: So this started by, by one person. One one person, <laughs> yes, yeah, and not sweet. not too long ago. So let's talk about, a little bit about what what that one person has done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to
1: move this a little bit. Okay. So there, when I went through your website, and what is your website? You know Suji to
2: yeah triple w
1: if you 're listening, it would be worthwhile going on just to see see the breadth of uh, their work. One is a mission of charity, educating the rich to help the poor, inspiring the poor to realize their riches. This is really neat. Suchi pays attention not only to the effectiveness of its aid and assistance, it also focuses on bringing out the good in everyone. By helping the poor, the rich get to feel the happiness of giving and find the true meaning of life. Likewise, the poor are motivated to harbor love abundantly, and help out those less fortunate thems- than themselves so that they break away from perceived helplessness and despair. Consequently, more people become willing to help out others while enriching themselves through con- contribution. I think that's beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think um, this one thing that Master taught us is we have to see the suffering and realize our own blessings. Right. A lot of times we complain what we... Have actually, we're so lucky, we're so blessed in this country and a lot of places. So she wants those rich people to realize how blessed, what kind of blessing they have. So they, they brought, she brought them to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to tell everyone a little story. Just what happened last week. In this uh, overseas uh, uh, conference, for uh, co- overseas office conference, we were reporting to her. And she was joking because a lot of officers, they were so rich. They have never swept in their, own, in their entire life. Never Whoa. pick up a broom. Yeah. So somehow they were being brought to the kitchen. <laughs> and then pick up the broom, start to clean the kitchen for everybody else. And it was just so funny. The way they do it, the, the, <laughs> you can tell. And they just don't know how to use a broom. And this is the way that in city's education... You know, not just enlighten the poor that you're being helped one day, you're able to help others. Mm. So there's some people don't understand why we will encourage the poor people that we help and give them a bamboo bank, which we can talk about later, Mm. and have them deposit a penny or two because it brings out their dignity. Mm-hmm. And then their respect to what they have. And because they're able to help others, then they'll realize their own blessing as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was the education. Mm-hmm.
1: And Talk more about that bamboo.
2: Oh, the bamboo, the bamboo, <laughs> I know. It's a bamboo bank. Is that a piggy bank? <laughs> similar idea, similar idea. But at the very beginning, Master didn't have any money. But behind the, the temple with a bamboo forest. So she would cut out the bamboos and then for each segment and then give to the housewives. And I said, okay, this is for this month. You deposit a penny a day. And the housewife says, well, five cents a day, isn't that $15 a month? I can just give you $15 a month. Well, Max, don't you know how to count? She said, oh, I do. I know how to count. But I want you to remember to do good deeds every single day not just Mm -hmm. once a month. So that was the the story behind it. So a lot of bamboo banks we give out. Even myself, I would put changes in my bamboo bank. Sometimes it's a penny. Sometimes it's a quarter. But it depends. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm lucky. Then I'll put a dollar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But everyone can do it. The Mm -hmm. idea is uh, being a good person and doing good deeds. It can be... For everyone. Mm-hmm. That's for rich people.
1: And, and every day.
2: Every day. To become <laughs> but, the habit, right? Yeah, the yes, habit of become it the habit yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. giving.
1: Yeah. of giving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw on the website it's the the power of five. So it's from the penny idea. So, I mean, for us in the US or maybe in other areas of the world, it's now up to $5, right? So that's the power of five?
2: The power of five, well, it's such a large country. In Taiwan, you can pretty much uh, just walk to your neighbor and collect their donations nation, You know, mm-hmm. all the commissioners can do that. But here, we have to drive. Sometimes it's drive two hours. And economically, it's really not that not, not, not correct. And then you produce a lot of CO2. Mm-hmm. So what we try is, okay, once a month, you could do it through, you know, $5 does not affect your life. The idea is that you cannot affect your daily life.
0: Right, right. So it shouldn't be a burden.
2: Shouldn't you way. be a burden? That's right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's electronic. You, know, you can do it electronic instead of doing it in in, <laughs> uh, in in the other way. But I mean, still, it's just so five dollars just seems like nothing, you know. Right. And yet, it really does add up. I mean, that's, it does. That, that's
1: it does. I, I was thinking that uh, this is a beautiful example of how to make a difference in the world. You could use how what the the Dharma Master uh, contributed. Her methods and her techniques and her compassion, and apply it to your own issues, whether Mm -hmm. whether it be global warming or creating your own hospital in your own community or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: I think that she's just trying to um, make people aware what's uh, around us. I think uh, we. Sometimes we just look... We have just focus on ourselves too much. Mm-hmm. Then our eyes, our minds will only just have one person, which is ourselves. But then she wants everyone to uh, have the compassion towards others. So when you give one penny out, you're thinking about not yourself, but the other person or other mm-hmm. people.
1: I, th- I think a lot of times uh, people focus on themselves as being ineffective and... Not, not able to make a contribution, but working together like Suji does, you can make a incredible contribution.
2: Mm-hmm. I've heard about people told me that I said, "Well, donation—that's a privilege of rich people. Only mm-hmm. they can make donations." Right. I said, "Well, no, it's not our way, and it's by pennies from people like me. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Just
2: make our life just." Okay.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also giving away a certain amount of power to the people that supposedly have more money than you do. Why can't you be just as gracious as a person that has money? Exactly. You know, that comes from someplace else besides your wallet. (laughs) Or or hopefully it comes from someplace. And I'm sort of struck by what you were saying about the hospital. You know, I mean, I see the. The thermometer um, in Sebastopol oh, right. for the Sebastopol Hospital, I mean the donations that are coming in, I mean, and it does keep going up, and I think that's you know those are small donations I, I would assume mm-hmm. the majority are small donations right rather than i know there are some also some big ones, but it 's mostly us as citizens of the community trying to have something together so that it 's there for for all yeah, of everyone.
1: us. Do you know about the Palm drive Hospital yeah no. Sebastopol. I need it, to go it, to
2: a Sebastopol, mom. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> On the way home,
1: right? <laughs> so it, it closed because of a lack of funding and mm. whatever. And now we're bringing it back. A lot of people in our Rotary is working on it.
2: Count me in. Okay. <laughs> it's truly a community effort.
1: Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. And it's very mm-hmm. exciting because it's going to start, it's going to reopen again. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited.
2: Well, we should make this a uh, uh, city example too. Tell everybody a story about this.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah.
2: not just uh, just the Asians can do this. I mean, yeah, everyone right. can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it is it's it is consistent, you know. I mean it's it's a small local sort of situation it's certainly not the first time also that it's happened right. here in Sonoma County but it is it is a big thing for Sebastopol because it was it was so to have it close means that people were having to go all the way to Santa Rosa if right. they have an emergency mm-hmm. of any kind, mm-hmm. um, and that's that we already have some stories of people that have you know um, sort of suffered because of that, um, because it, the length of time to get mm-hmm. there and, that, and those other issues. So I mean, it, it's really it's a great thing that we're that 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 those people in charge of that are trying to do.
1: So we we want to cover the other uh, aspects of Suchi this hour, and the next hour we'll hit disaster preparedness <laughs> full, full on so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so mission of medicine patient centered medical care that respects patients as teachers do you, you want to talk about that at all
2: well um I am always afraid of blood so medical <laughs> is the field that I will hesitate to go but what really struck me was that when I I have I had been to um uh, volunteer at our hospitals twice uh first time i worked in icu Uh, our
1: hospitals being
2: in taiwan it's the hospital so um we are required actually all the volunteers in taiwan are required to work in the hospitals and master said that's the best place for us to learn about birth and death Mm. birth we're all happy and joyful about it but death is something we're always afraid and you cannot avoid being sick so that's a place for cultivation and it's a place for education for education um i worked over there i saw Regardless of their age, I saw teenagers, I saw 90-year-old ladies, they're volunteers, they're helping the doctors and nurses to comfort the patients. Because when you're waiting and you're anxious to know what happened to your own body, sometimes your spirit will just does not really go that well and i think uh, the volunteer system in the city hospitals play a very important role they um, also show their appreciation to the doctors and nurses Um, a lot of times the patients would not be so kind to the doctors or nurses because they think they are getting paid so they ought to do something for me i'm the boss they gotta listen to me but master always tell us we have to be grateful and Mm -hmm. that's a place that you know, the, the volunteer system in the hospital is really something that I I would hope one day I can bring this to, to the United States mm-hmm. um, to have this, this soft lubricant between the patients and the doctors and nurses mm-hmm. and the system of uh, medical. I, I think um, something is in, in balance that the human love that from the volunteers can always Bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. Can always bring in. Um, so for medical, that's something strike me. If you want to ask me about medical terms, please don't. I <laughs> have <laughs> no idea.
0: <laughs> right, but I love that what you're saying. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that essentially the the volunteers are trying to be that that um, the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, the bridge there, and to do it with compassion and with love, because mm-hmm. that's truly not what's happening in a lot of those instances. One, people are afraid, mm-hmm. and uh, as you say, either the Patients are a little bit demanding, right. <laughs> or maybe even the practitioners are a little bit
1: um, uh, well, over overwhelmed. Over themselves, <laughs> or overwhelmed, right? Right? Yeah. You
0: know th- that kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. to have somebody that's sort of in a neutral place that mm-hmm. can then talk to everybody in right. a way—I mean—I mm-hmm. think that's that's very that's
1: very good. Yeah, I like be that there a lot. for support. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think the candy stripers come to mind, yeah. you know, in the hospitals, and there are some other efforts that I that I know of that have happened also. To try to do those kinds of things. But my estimation is, is that those things have sort of fallen away. And I hear from what you're saying, and at least in your hospital, that that's, that's, a big, that's a big component.
2: I think it's a, a patient centered hospital, mm-hmm. it's not professional centered hospital. So the doctors and nurses are not telling the patients, oh, you ought to do this, you got to do this. I think it's a through uh, care and love. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things can be cured. Right. Without medicine. Right. Uh, one more thing is we have this uh, medical, we have medical schools in Taiwan is because the international relief effort. We always, not only just for the local demands in Taiwan, but like this time in Nepal, we were able to send doctors right away from our own hospitals to help out. with. Uh, when we got there, we just know that was what they need the most. And people mm. are hurt. Right. and they need doctors so i think there's another reason that masters say not only for local demands we need to have our own doctors we for international relief that's why we have medical schools and then our doctors in our hospitals are always ready to go on international relief hmm. wow. and for um When there's no disaster happens, they have to do home visit. Sometimes they drive three, four hours to the mountains Mm. because it's a training for them as well. After all, it's all about care and compassion. Mm -hmm. That's education for the doctors. Mm
1: -hmm. The the Dharma master was concerned about the poor. Um, Sometimes even rich families lose all their wealth after visiting a hospital. It, not in the United States of course <laughs> but, <laughs> but so that was a concern for mm-hmm. for creating a hospital that was right. free Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's and, a wonderful person. That yeah.
0: karma you also mentioned <laughs> that when your doctors went to, when we were chatting outside, that when mm-hmm. they went to Nepal, they, they didn't have facilities and they didn't have equipment. And so Tsuchi, go ahead, please. Right,
2: they, they didn't have anything. Um, however, they have very strict medical system. So our doctors had to apply for permits mm-hmm. to perform. Um, medical yeah, yeah medical um, functions, mm-hmm. so they they did that, and however, there were no hospital locally because all destroyed, mm. um, no equipment or very poor, so they were the first trip uh, the team consists of ten doctors and arrived three days after the earthquake. Mm. With one ton of medical supplies, hmm. still not enough. So mm-hmm. the second team just arrived, two um, including uh, operation knives and then the beds and things like mm-hmm. this. And then a um, third team will arrive in, I think, two days so or tomorrow mm-hmm. with uh, food and beds and mm-hmm. tents.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much.
0: <laughs> yeah. So but that's really important, I think, I mean, to right. know that that, um, you know, you they did some assessing. It's sort of a preparation step, you know, I mean, and, you know, that we all learn is, you know, how to f- assess what's going on, exactly. check your resources, you right. know, figure out what you can do, get your list logistics in place right. and then do what you can. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, your organization was able to do that in, in a big way in a fairly short period of time.
1: That's and great. that's true over and over again. The, the tsunami in Japan, yeah, Sandy, we, Katrina,
2: all, mm. the, all these disasters. We don't we don't wish it to happen again. Mm. Nothing, but right. we learn from it. And then every time we, like you said, we assess the what we need to evaluate the situation, and we learn over the forty years, forty five years we have been doing this uh, uh, disaster relief. So now we start to know. What we need to what need the most. That's what right. we're able to send doctors right away. To they were actually stuck in Indonesia, I think, for a day because all the flights were canceled.
1: Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we mm-hmm. could
2: be there a little earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the subtle things that Suchi does is when you go into a disaster, everybody has the same uniform. So that in itself calms people, victims because they know you're organized they They know who you are by what you look like, and uh, it's it's a very compassionate way of it's just not helter skelter mm-hmm. uh,
2: it's an image that it's more professional looking and right. then also because everyone's wearing the same thing when you 're in a disaster, you tend to panic
3: right then. Mm-hmm.
2: When you look around, everyone wearing the same clothes as you do, you don't know if that person next to you is a victim or is somebody to rescue you. Right. So I think we um, just the uniform just help us to yeah. be be recognized, identified.
0: Right. I mean, I think that's really important, just for the familiarity and the consistency. I mean, as Richard was saying, as you're you saying, I mean, you know, some sense of familiarity. Um, let me just turn this. No. Um, I, I think that the the kind of relief that you guys are Oh, wait a second okay I did that backwards the kind of relief that you do is is also available for people to see on your website if there's a a um, um, disaster relief is that what it is oh no it's called the okay. the relief web
2: the relief web the relief
0: <laughs> web which is on the suci site so I mean, if anybody wants to be able to find that and you can see all the different places that suci is involved with. <laughs> It was a... It was the wrong number? The wrong number. Oh, (laughs) doggone
1: it.
2: (laughs) We're so friendly. We'll pick up the wrong number as well. Pick up the phone.
1: (laughs) So, okay, let's move to mission of education. Educating children to be moral and upright. To foster outstanding, compassionate future medical professionals, Dharma Master... Uh, established the Tsuchi Nursing College in, in 1989. The master also wanted to address the lack of education and employment opportunities confronting Aboriginal girls in the. Uh, Aline, how do you pronounce that? Walden. area. In July 2000, Tsuchi completed the establishment of its education program, offering a well rounded curriculum and runs the full curriculum from kindergarten, elementary school, and middle school to high school, college, and graduate studies. The shared objective of the Suchi schools and universities is the delivery of superior education where kindness, compassion, joy, selfless giving is the school motto, similar to the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Respect for life and faith in human nature is the guideline and the education of virtue, education of life and education of the entire person is the goal. This is quite beautiful. Do You have anything you'd like to say about that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I graduated from a teacher's college, so I totally know. Well, um, everyone's uh, opinion about Asians' education is the teacher command, and the students listens. Hmm. But not anymore. So we want to bring it back that that respect between the te- the relationship of a teacher and students. Um, I think uh, the the way of uh, bringing it back is through education. But our way is not just we tell you what to do. It's through a lot of activities. If you know, even in the medical school, all students are required to take a tea ceremony class and flower arrangement class. You <laughs> would say, what does it have to do with my... But through all this slow movement of... Offering tea to your instructors, to your teachers, you have this respect arose from your heart, and then through flowers, you learn to to love all living beings, even just a flower, even just a leaf. Mm-hmm. And I think it teaches you from a very subtle way to show your love, not just because he's rich, because he has status. In the society, mm-hmm. it's everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. Even a chair, even a table, we have to show our ultimate respect. When I was right. taking my tea classes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. so that that was the education part, the spirit.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's on the curriculum at the
1: Western School. No, Medical I don't School. think so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, one thing is that we, I, I try to uh, bring uh, those uh, Western kids to actually um, wash hands of their parents. So they look at me like, why do I have to do that? And then you should know, in Asia, we have kids wash parents' feet. Right. Mm. I, I couldn't bring this here yet,
3: <laughs> no. but I
2: think I would too. I think... Uh, if if they, I, mean, I have children. reflect, as I said. I never realized my mom's hands are so rough, hmm. because that's the feeling. And as a matter of fact, we are going to have this uh, this coming Sunday. It's Mother's Day, hmm. and every year in San Rosa, uh, starting last year. It was a tzu-ji day, and we will have a separate uh, celebration this year, very specially with our street friends, our homeless people. Mm. And of course, this Mother's Day celebration, this is a part of the education we want to bring to people. We'll still perform this, you know, That's That's offering great. tea and then, you know, clean your mom's hands, mm-hmm. that kind of activity. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. Um, Everyone enjoy. Everyone should come.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that we don't leave that, how how does one get in touch with you so that, uh, they know when to come to your events.
2: May I give out our phone number? You may. Sure. Okay, seven zero seven five four six one nine four five. It's the G Foundation. And it will be held. We are partnered with uh, Catholic Charities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may say a Buddhist organization, partnership with uh, Catholic Charities. I I can tell you we're the best friends. Yes. We work together mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's boundary between religions mm-hmm. because we all want to spread our love
0: mm-hmm.
2: to right. others. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Catholic Charities is really from the heart also, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a major way. One thing I'd like to throw out is I, I have a friend that's um, an acupuncturist and he studied um, in Asia and I recall that after he went through his basic education he went to work with a mentor and the only task that he was given for the, for the first number of months was when people would come, they would face the door and they would step in but they would take their shoes off His only task was to turn the shoes around. Wow. So that when they left, Mm -hmm. they could put their feet right into their shoes and go. And it was the only thing he did for months Mm -hmm. until his mentor said that he was ready. And I just thought that was just like, that too is not in, I think, the normal acupuncture school <laughs> in the United States, you know. But there's respect, there's humility, there's all these things that happen when you go through that sort of a mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Before, at least in this man's way of explaining it, was before I could even touch somebody, I had to know this. I had to know this thing. I thought that was very profound. Right.
1: Very, very wise. wise. Yes, very wise. There, there's, there's some
0: wisdom there that we don't, we don't promote so much in the U.S. <laughs>
1: Mission of culture: recovering the examples of goodness and integrity for future generations. What a concept!
2: <laughs> well, as we said, um, well, the way of doing it is have through education, you know. Right. So it's it's inseparable. I think we do. As I mentioned before, we also. Um, we actually open community classes, tea classes and flower arrangement classes for people to take. And then through these activities, we we pass on our message, how to pay your respect to others. Right. Be humble. Mm-hmm. That's We are being reminded every single day, be humble. A lot of times we have a lot of ego. We just think we're just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Master told us, helping others is your responsibility, not your privilege.
3: Mm-hmm. It's right. not
2: because you are you have better social status that you have this privilege and you're, you're, you're in a higher status than anyone else. Mm-hmm. No, this is just basic as a human mm-hmm. being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's who we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It should happen more in the US.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> it, will. It, will. Yeah. it will, it will, it will.
2: It will, it <laughs> will.
1: That's what we're working on. That's why we're doing this radio yeah, so show. Yes, so we're starting <laughs>
2: from this radio show. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's
1: right. <laughs> International relief, we've covered that a little bit. Caring for people and suffering in the global village. That's a very cornerstone of Tsuchi.
2: Well, I remember um the director of the volunteer in our organization said one thing. He said your skin may be black, my skin may be yellow, but our blood is red, just the same. So mm. that means deep down we are the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. there shouldn't be any discrimination or differences there. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Very good.
0: So, so I'm also looking at this relief web, which is reliefweb.int, um, that Suchi is involved. And it says, let's see, Nepal earthquake. It looks like 602. I'm not sure whether that's people involved. I think it's
2: 6,200. Well, it says
0: 602. Um, And then in Syria, 74. In West Africa, 16. I'm not sure what those numbers actually mean. I guess I should look that up before bringing it up. But anyway, just West Africa, Syria, the Sahel crisis, Democratic Republic of the Congo, the South Sudan—I mean—and that's like one of four pages, right. you know, of the areas that Su- Suchi is involved in. So yeah. their international effort is
2: huge.
1: Yeah. So, to be commended. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Including um, our footprint. This also the Santa Rosa, yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> California. True. Yes, it does. Yeah. It mm-hmm.
1: does absolutely. One interesting thing is the bone marrow. Mm-hmm. Donation donating your marrow to save a life without harming yourself is a wonderful
2: it idea. may not sound strange to um, Western population, but it's actually against the tradition that you give out any part of your like blood or bone marrow to other people for uh, Chinese tradition it's going against the wish of your ancestors hmm. so it was a quite a tedious work to convince the Taiwanese people back then in 40 years ago, 30 years ago, you convince them that this is okay to give things, give your life, give your organ to mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. It was a tough job. Mm-hmm. But nowadays it's, I believe it's the third largest bone marrow bank in the world. Mm. Cause we have so many people willing to give samples. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful thing. To yeah,
0: yeah, do. that's yeah. great.
1: Environmental protection. You talk a lot about this in, in my relationship <laughs> with you. Practicing environmental protection to live in harmony with Mother Earth. Uh, so critical right now, as you know.
2: Right. Um, one thing we did uh, every Monday morning, we served breakfast to the homeless people on the street. In but Santa Rosa, in Santa Rosa, it has yeah. been 18 months. We have not. We're proud. We never used <laughs> one single paper cup or anything to start. We wash the cups and then we sanitize it when we get back to the office mm-hmm. because we insist that you know a lot of people ask, them, well, "Why is so much trouble? Why do you have to go through this?" I said, "If things are easy, we don't have to do it." You know, mm-hmm. it's just because this is just a habit. A lot of people are doing things to harm the earth for their own convenience mm-hmm. because they're lazy. They, they don't want to wash that cup. But it's a small effort, but it could save the earth for generations to come. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we're spreading this idea of uh, using your own cups. And then this is one of the... Environmental protection programs we do. Not only that, we save, we have more than 65,000 recycling volunteers in Taiwan. They collect all the water bottles and soda bottles and make it into threads. Then they are converted into blankets. We give out in international relief and then mm-hmm. give out to homeless people. They're very, very warm. And mm. you're welcome to come to our office, and then you know just feel it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I have in my truck uh, your bowls and and I have utensils and things like that, so that when I go to a meeting, uh, I'll often pull those out. Yes. yes,
2: yeah, great, <laughs> Richard. So,
1: so that I don't have to use a paper plate or anything like that. Yeah,
2: perfect. And it's actually uh, for uh, your own health. It's it's. Uh, it's better mm-hmm. than, um, mm-hmm. you know, using all these cups. You never know who's handling the paper cups, too. Right,
1: right. Mm-hmm. I, I brought in some fruit, <laughs> and it's in a little plastic container. Yes! <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Not in a plastic bag.
0: <laughs> so this is uh, the think globally, act individually <laughs> yes. sort of concept at mm-hmm. work. Yeah. yeah, the action piece once again.
1: And, and uh, vegetarianism, you try to push that on me. <laughs> well, it, it, well
2: I did not know until um the scientists said that if you produce to produce one pound of beef yeah. takes what two hundred or three hundred gallons of water, but to produce what one pound of wheat only takes 72. Right. So for the environmental protection aspect, I think it's save more water for the drought. You don't want to contribute to the oh. drought.
1: <laughs> so so if I want to become a vegetarian, can you teach me? To Definitely. Succeed? I am a very good cook. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> good, but can people come to your office to
2: yes, we actually host um, a vegetarian cooking classes. I hope that people will take advantage of that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where's your? T- tell us where your office is.
2: The office is in Santa Rosa, sixteen fifteen Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, very easy to find. We're right next to um, the Enterprise rental car.
0: hmm So that's yep. the Cleveland, just off the freeway, just next. Off to the, the freeway, freeway yes. We're right next to the We're freeway. Right,
2: yeah. to the freeway. Yeah.
1: right, right, right. You get off where Steel Lane. Yeah. College or,
2: Park. Or Between College, college Park and the Steel
1: College, land. go right. Steel, steel Lane, go, go left. left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. and, and what is it again? Six, 1615. Okay. And
2: 1615.
1: your telephone number?
2: Five four six one nine four five. Okay. 45. Very
1: good. Okay. And the last thing before our break is volunteer commun- uh, community volunteers. By supporting and caring for each other, they make a beautiful neighborhood.
2: Yeah, this is what happened Um, um, back in 1999. Taiwan was struck by a major earthquake, and there were not enough people to help with the neighborhood, even though they seek help from the headquarters in Hualien, but it's so far away. So so until then, Master says we must develop a system. It's like we talk about the neighborhood, you know, neighbors help neighbors. You have to have a neighborhood community volunteer system, and you... During um, regular days, you, we have um, social gatherings and/or classes. So we always keep ourselves uh, keep the network, you know, going. So when disasters happens, we don't panic or we don't know who to look for because mm-hmm. you already have this network. So that's what the community uh, volunteer system uh, started. Right. Oh, by the way, if you can find us, no one answered the phone. You can always look up to our website. It's <laughs> www.tsujicantarosa.org.
1: Mm, say that again.
2: T-Z-U-C-H-I is tsujic, <laughs> then followed by right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So how, how did you get involved with Tsujic? Uh, Why?
2: Well, I, the very first time was because the the earthquake I just mentioned. So I donated as a member, donor. But then afterwards, I got so busy to make money for myself. Then I totally forgot Richard about it. Which uh, The yeah, 1999 uh, Taiwanese, uh, September 21st. Yeah. 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 It's a huge earthquake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. then, uh, but then afterwards, I, all I worry about is I need more money. So I wanted to open a music school. I'm a musician. So I opened the music school. However, I wasn't very good. I'm not oriented in business. So instead of making money, I lost a lot of money. And I did not have a good relationship with my employees. I constantly been sued. Uh, so you can tell that I was really stressed out. And one day, I was seeking the help of a, a acupuncture to relax, you know, as a lot of people do. Right. That day, I decided to take a walk, and somehow I passed by a CG office. I say, ah, I think I know this place." And since then, I've become a volunteer. And more and more, I realize whenever I'm thinking about other people's problems, I forget about my problem, and it make me feel better and mm-hmm. make me happier. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: since then, I devote myself more and more. So after 15 years, I really... Do a lot more than I should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <nervous> about that. <laughs> so you, this happened in Taiwan or did it happen in the United States?
2: The earthquake?
1: No, uh, where were you? Where were you? Here. You
2: were here? Yeah. Uh, that actually happened in Santa Rosa. That I opened a music school. Oh. Some people probably remember from 10 years ago. It's called Santa Rosa Conservatory of Music. Oh, sure. I, I, had, the, I had the ambition that to bring classical music to Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have the business skill. So yeah. I failed. Mm. However, um, now that you have me.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that door closed and this one opened. Right?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was you. That was good. To know.
1: The Dharma, Dharma master said the greatest achievement in life is to rise up again. Again from failure. Thank you. Yes, <laughs>
2: I don't want to fail again. <laughs> but you rose
1: up and that, that gave you strength. Don't you think?
2: Yes, I think um, along the road, I, I understand um, being selfish or just thinking about myself does not make me a happier person. Right. Mm, that that's why I I I figured it out that by worrying about other people's problems, I forget <laughs> about mine. <laughs> and somehow through the the teaching of Master Chen Yang. Um, I was able to manage my marriage. Um, My husband was a sea captain before, and then so he had a lot of power on his ship, and Mm -hmm. he would bring his power back home. And being a sailor's wife you're basically the boss of the house. So when two bosses meet, (laughs) disasters happen. (laughs) Domestic violence. So that didn't work out very well, but I learned now my husband is my best friend, is my soulmate. We always do CG and volunteer work together.
1: Yeah, he's a wonderful man.
2: Yeah, he's very supportive, and I support his work as well. Mm -hmm. Although we have a different religion background, but i go to his church and help out as well Mm -hmm. so i think um this really bring our spirits together
1: what's Mm -hmm. his church
2: his church is um, in san francisco on venice it's called the holy trinity Ah. of america Ah. Mm -hmm. not buddhist no,
1: sorry. <laughs> That's the beauty. That's yeah. the beauty. <laughs> That's wonderful.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. One wouldn't think that he'd be like the 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 power monger. I've only met him a couple of times, but I, I don't get that Just, sense. Yeah. 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 The, the it's great the man. change. Yeah, the change for him. That's great.
1: So now, you who, who what you, what's your role in disaster preparedness? Um, You're I director. think I would say
2: I'm a director of the office, but I am a beginner in disaster preparedness. That's why I'm here. You know, I get this chance to run into you, Richard. Yeah. Then I get to skip. nail skip. Yeah. And then I'm learning. I'm learning. So by participating in Voad in Sonoma County, for me, I'm very excited about it because I just don't know much about it. I think if we everyone will look... Um, and this opportunity is a learning chance, uh, opportunity, I think we will really get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. And I start to have a sense. I have the backpack now <laughs> in my house. I still don't have the shoes. <laughs> oh no! Do you have a whistle? I lost my whistle <laughs> no, that you gave no. it to me. I know, so I need to get a new one. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. See, mm-hmm. um, I I totally agree with you. You know, we have the knowledge. But we just Mm -hmm. don't put it in action. Mm
3: -hmm. And when
2: Mm -hmm. things happen, then we regret. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. Masters once said that the regret is the worst punishment for a human being. Mm. (laughs) You just Mm. regret you didn't do Mm. anything.
0: Mm. (laughs) It's so great, though, I mean, that you're so you and your organization are so deeply involved with assisting others, and yet this area of the local preparedness is something that you feel like it's new for you to try to deal with, and yet you have this whole organization behind you, I mean, I think that's really lovely for one. Um, And I think what you as the organization, you yourself personally, and what your organization brings to what Sonoma County could do with some Something like VOAD. I mean, I think that's it's it's really impressive. I'm so glad that you're involved with that. And you want to explain what VOAD is?
1: Yes, I was going to say voluntary organizations assisting in disaster. So it's uh, we Sonoma County had a VOAD previously, and uh, Sarah
0: Finnegan Finnegan, Finnegan
1: mm-hmm. um, uh, from two one one from two one one recreated the uh, our. Sonoma County VoAD. So we're starting to meet again, and we're going to meet again on the 11th of May, I think. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's listening and would like to be part of that, that would be wonderful. Or, or does, uh, ooh, there's <laughs> there's a nice engine outside. Yeah. Um, or also attend DP for VP. That would be uh, disaster that one too. <laughs> disaster preparedness for vulnerable populations. You could you can attend. You're welcome to attend both meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: That's on May 26th.
1: That is on Mm -hmm. May 26th, from noon to two. And did I see that you're the treasurer?
2: I am the treasurer for uh, Saloma Voet right Right. now. I'm learning. Yeah. Right. I just have a lot to learn, but I'm really grateful to Richard. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Without you, I would like... What? That's so the preparedness. Do we have to prepare?
0: <laughs> well, I think Richard's been deeply involved with that for a really long time, including what's been happening as far as organizing, vo- you know, trying mm-hmm. to get VoAD yes. to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to bring it back because there are some of the players that deal with DP for VP are also the mm-hmm. players that mm-hmm. were in VoAD before, but right. that organization's lost some power.
1: Right. But, so, if you want to learn more about that, contact us through our website or or just directly. Mm-hmm. through the email what are those emails addresses mine is r-r-u-g-e at pacbell.net Skips. and mine
0: is s-j-i-r-r-e-l-s at gmail.com
2: and well, Sally I should, I should use the office sure. address well look for us on www.tsiji or send us an email to tsiji northbay at mm-hmm. gmail.com
1: mm-hmm. very good you're, you're also involved with the San Francisco Interfaith Council.
2: Yes. Do we have time to talk about it?
1: You betcha. Yeah.
2: We do? Yeah. Uh, it was also through Tzu I think um, I like to promote the idea of, uh, I think, a faith-based organization or churches should work together. Um, it's just the way that under stress, especially during disasters, the spiritual practice play a very important role in uh, calm everyone down. So I think all the church leaders should participate in this, some kind of network during um, when bad things happen. We all work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just, um, I joined the San Francisco Interfaith. It's also, it also was my opportunity to learn. I like mm-hmm. to learn. And I want to check them out how they do, and they've been doing very well. However, this is their 26th year, yeah. so they are a grown-up. Right. You know, compared mm-hmm. to ours in Sonoma County, we have a long way to go. But we are very grateful because we have a role model that we can um, take the experience from. Mm-hmm. We can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what they do is I just participate a lot every. Other year, they host a very large workshop for disaster preparedness, along with uh, St. Mary's Cathedral. Um, we every time we participated, we learn something new or being updated. So that's also something we can consider mm-hmm. doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We uh, many of us want to create an interfaith council in Snohomish County, and so hopefully that'll happen too.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that I think that you two in particular have been involved with is trying to bring you know the interfaith you know faith based is something that is really important as far as preparedness. You know, there's there's reasons that they're together, the spiritual part of it, or even just community, or they just happen to go to the same church or synagogue or, or temple or whatever. So there's reasons for them to be together, and that emergency preparedness message can be inserted then into that group much more readily and taken on much more readily. Yes.
1: Yeah, In disasters, your, your church or synagogue is going to be one of the places you're going to want to go. And so the more prepared... You all are together as a congregation, uh, uh, the better it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank
2: you, Richard. Thank you, Skip. I'm learning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, we want to talk a little bit more about Tsuchi and disaster preparedness and what we can all do together and what the issues are, probably a little bit of, of uh, confronting willingness, uh, our own um, reluctance to be prepared. Is a very interesting thing. Do you have any th- comments about that?
2: <laughs> That's the point of being willing to do something. Yes. I think we all want to do something for ourselves, but even good things we will forget to do for ourselves sometimes. Like uh, Richard has been doing, you know, preparedness, but. I was honest you know, I know all the strategy I know the ideas I know all the theories but I haven't done it hundred percent yet
1: yes what will what will cause you to do that
2: what would cost me to do that <laughs> <laughs> not much, not much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because that's the issue that uh, we all face in in trying to t- turn our the earth into pure land Mm. Um, (laughs) is that we have, we have some responsibility and all that. Mm. Um, And it's something that we feel in our hearts and, but bringing it into action, which I think is such a wonderful way that the Dharma master talks about it is, is really neat that you need to, you really need to, did we talk about plowing the earth?
2: No, <laughs> no. tell us about it. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so she, her example is that you plow the earth and and then you don't plant any seeds, so nothing grows.
2: And, That's right. Yeah. Or oh, even though you plant a seed, but you don't water the seed. Yes. What would happen?
1: Yeah. Or or weed, or whatever you have to tend it. So th- th- this, in order to create a pure land, we need to water and.
2: We need to water it. Weed. Regularly.
1: Yes. And, and uh, realize that that's, that's an important thing to leave behind to our children. That's true. Children, that's children. true.
2: It's uh, very hard to think ahead. Right. And what preparedness is all about thinking ahead.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: And why is it hard?
1: <laughs> why is it hard? It's really fascinating, isn't it?
2: It is. Yeah. Why is it hard? <laughs> no, it's not hard. Why is it so hard to put in action?
1: Don't know. Um, there's, I, I talk about a little bit on our website about uh, the three as- aspects of the cosmos from the point of view of uh, the Buddhists, the Sikhs, and the Hindus. And the first aspect of the cosmos is inertia, mm. uh, unwillingness to move, <laughs> laziness. And the next one is restlessness. And you would think that that would be a little bit better, but it's probably not because it just irritates the heck out of other people <laughs> if you're restless. But if you come from the third aspect of the cosmos of, of being who you are, um, like I th- believe disaster awareness is who we are. Hmm. We, we care about ourselves. We care about our neighbors. We care about our family. And we want them well if a disaster were to strike. That's who we are.
2: That's right.
1: Yeah. So if we keep that in mind that, that that's this this is not a task that we have to do. This is something that we want to do, and this is who we are. It's quite natural.
2: <laughs> this is what we must do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even must. It's you know what I mean. It's not a something that's being forced upon you.
2: That's true. That's true. But um, well, I'm just amazed why we constantly think about what I want. My desire and my cravings, you know, I need chocolate. So I go get a chocolate (laughs) and I need a car. So I borrow money to buy a car, which I may not need. But thinking about protecting our own lives. Most people just like they for some reason, including myself, I assume I will stay healthy. I stay alive forever right so never thought about why do i have to get a backpack for myself and the shoes underneath my my bed because when people talk about that, that i really love myself but then deep down do you really love yourself or you just love the materials <laughs> that you see uh, around you so i think um, Getting yourself ready for the disaster is this something that, the first step, you love yourself.
1: Right. Um, p- part of it, is, I think, for some is that they know that other people are going to help them. So she's going to check. <laughs> the American Red Cross is going to check That's the way mm-hmm. my mind kind of worked before mm-hmm. I got involved. Uh, so I listened and uh, saw the realities of disaster preparedness, that it, someone else is going to take care of me it's it's i'm i'm not but i'm not responsible mm. and and that's true with the earth as well it's like that's somebody else's job to go and make sure that we have enough water oh boy you what? know what i mean and yeah. my mind thinks that way but if my mind really thinks and meditates on it obviously i have something to say about how much water we have on the planet and how we're, are we using it wisely
0: well, I actually found it, and, and I just want to take ownership on this. I finally used the search function on the website <laughs> and did actually put this up what did, What
1: did you find
0: <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to bring up was something that 's in the the teachings um, here, but it 's actually a very very i think germane to, the, to this conversation. It says "Our world uh, a house on fire." Um, You see, disasters truly are happening very frequently now with destructive floods, storms, wildfires, and earthquakes happening simultaneously around the world, sometimes all within the same country again and again. We should be very worried. These are major warning signs that the physical world we live in is seriously unhealthy and out of balance. That seems to make so much sense to me. Where are um, you reading this from? I'm reading this this from the um, the teachings of this is um, of Master Master
2: Changying.
1: Master
0: yes. Changying. Words yes. to Volunteers: Our World a House on Fire. Okay. it's under the Our Founders. Thank you. Section. Yes, those of you reading along. Um, And then it says, let's see, our world is like a house that is on fire with the flames spreading quickly from all corners. And we are like children who are so caught up in their games and play that they do not feel the danger as the fire gets closer and closer to them. Or we may even find the fire beautiful and play with it. Isn't that what we are doing as we ignore the warning signs and go on with our lifestyles as is? <laughs> Again,
1: okay. she's pretty smart. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, this is written verbatim. It's pretty amazing. So we continue to pollute the land, water, and atmosphere, as well as create excessive carbon emissions. These have truly led to global warming, and extreme disasters are happening frequently now. We really need to face this reality and wake up. I mean, so there's a, there's several really important messages in there, but I think the one that was was really important to me, or, or it seemed to work well for me, is that whole sense of. We're like children in that we're so caught up in what we're doing with our own selves, the the play, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, that we're not being conscious of this fire that is coming. And I think you had some elaboration on this story, Sally.
2: Uh what did I say oh, earlier?
0: Uh, uh, I think something about the teach, you know some, some something about the kids and what they were doing and what they were like in association to the play and not paying attention as much
2: yeah well that you said it all um exactly well, well sometimes we're just caught by our own as i said our mm-hmm. and all we focus on is, are these you know these are materials mm-hmm. then uh, we are so um um, just so amazed with this stuff, but sometimes we forget that stuff actually lead us into a more dangerous situation.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But mm-hmm. all we want to do is to enjoy the moment instead of thinking ahead.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I think um, all the lessons um, Master has taught, and then all the experiences that we we talk about, and I even Vaud. Why we have this organization is all about alert everybody about what's happening in the world.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To keep that message more there.
2: Right.
1: When you think about your own situation, do you find that you were enjoying yourself more in the past? Or are you enjoying yourself more now that you're volunteering and supporting others?
2: I think I'm uh, happier right now. As I said, I had a lot of problems before just because I did not know how to handle it. And I thought life was just full of um, troubles. But now I turn myself and then look at the same issues in a different angle Mm -hmm. than how did i learn how to look at things in different angle and make myself more content and more satisfied with who i have well who i'm with and then what i have now is all through teaching and then through uh volunteerism
3: mm-hmm.
2: as we mentioned earlier by seeing others sufferings and then realize my own blessings if we have the sense of uh, gratitude we less likely to complain what we have <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: and if you don't complain you can you just be able to look at everything on a more positive side
3: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
2: from that angle you look everyone around you you're not looking at they don't have perfect teeth they don't have a perfect hairdo and anything anymore Instead, you look into their heart mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. look into the beauty of this personal mm-hmm. the, uh, feelings and this uh, personality. Mm-hmm. So I think it make my life better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what, the joy. Yeah. The joy. I,
2: yeah, like I said, I, I don't have time. I have barely have any time to go to sleep. Just have too much to do. I wear so many hats. But at the same time, I feel my blessing that I'm still healthy. And I have, I, I'm grateful to my husband to allow me to do all these volunteer work without you know, nagging me to make some money. <laughs> so I am a very blessed person. And mm, what else should I complain about Mm -hmm. i have nothing to complain Mm -hmm. and that i would like to uh share my joy with others that's why i do more and more
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's great that's great the dharma master said do not complain that people in this world are cold-blooded utilitarian and unjust This is a situation, the situation is perfect, is a perfect opportunity for us to do something great.
0: Mm. Mm. (laughs) That's true. So
1: that's
0: that's one question I have. Do you think of your experience like in other, say in the international, on the global level, I mean, is... Are, are we in this say the Western culture truly the more materialistic, and is it harder for us to make the turn to be compassionate and help others, or do you find that it 's somewhat consistent in all the areas or i mean let me phrase it another way are uh, Are the other areas on the globe, do people come to assistance just as readily, more readily than we do, say, in the U.S. or in Western culture? Are there differences in the the regions of the world as to how people come to to assistance with others?
2: Actually, I don't think there's any differences. I admire Americans. Myself is an immigrant, but I admire Americans. I think um, Americans have a lot of love. They care about others. A lot, and I believe, according to um, the report I read, United States uh, um, actually donate more money than any other countries in the world. Mm-hmm. I think it comes to this part that sometimes will be side attracted by other things. I think um, to me, my observation is that we are Americans are harder to keep up with something they 're easily th- to be distracted by other fun stuff Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. so sometimes they will say they they know this is a good thing to do but then um they won't be able to um keep yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah.
2: so it's not i don't think there's no in comparison for for asians they are very conservative sometimes you feel that they look more cold-blooded Mm-hmm. not as passionate as Americans. Right. So you will see, well, no, they, they don't really want to volunteer. They don't want to do anything. And it's very obvious. That's why when I come to the United States, I think everyone is so warm. I say, wow, mm-hmm. what would people, what would a group of people that just want to say hello to everyone? But in Asia, if you say hello on the street, they look at you, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So it's a different culture. However, it comes to just... Um, like the background i believe even in buddhism as a buddhist we believe everyone has this intrinsic true nature that we just have this passion and love for other living beings Mm -hmm. we believe in that but sometimes it's covered or it's being um um You know, being dusted. Yeah, well, you need to uncover it, you need to rediscover it, and you need to bring it out. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, through all this volunteer work you're doing for others is to rediscover your love inside. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we need to do more and more Mm -hmm. than become a habit. Mm -hmm. Then then more and more that you will shine from this uh, beauty of love. Mm -hmm. And I think people will feel more... um, compassionate and feel more confident about mm-hmm. themselves too. Mm-hmm. I think by helping others bring out your own confidence.
0: hmm yeah, I think that was something you were talking about also, just the the really poor that you were talking about in Taiwan, that even the penny, you know, seemed like it might be something, but it gave them respect. Right. They be, they, they respect themselves because of what they're doing, and, and that one penny becomes so incredibly important. I think it's really true even, I mean, for, for people in the U.S. that might have money. It, there's more respect that comes from that giving than there is from the getting.
2: Well, as Master says, if you are uh, very um, stingy, even though you're very rich, You cannot even give out a penny. You actually are poorer than the homeless who can give two pennies, which may may be all his belongings. He just had that two pennies. But he's giving out all he has to help others. It's probably better and more means more than a person who um, trillions of dollars will only give out a million dollars. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's no comparison. Mm -hmm. Depends... The degree of um, the how you think, so I think it's, it's really truly something we can bring everyone out. I think for that penny, you, the person who used to be given, it become a giver, mm-hmm. and that really brings out that personality and mm-hmm. the love.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. What about the like the um, interfacing with? the different government structures that, like, Tsuchi has to run into, like you were talking about, like even in Indonesia, and, and that because you had been there, Suci had been there for a while, it made it easier for some of this transitioning into dealing with Nepal that needed to happen. So, I mean, something like that. that.
2: That's something new I was learning um, because I watched the news yesterday, and I heard from a Red Cross report or from the U.S. government that all the aid has – Uh, arrived in Nepal but um, is unable to give to the victims because all the stuff is is stuck in the custom Mm -hmm. and but so i did some research and i realized that these items are uh, being carried by an airplane military airplane and did not Uh, required to go through the customs because it's a special military aid Mm -hmm. and i said oh why well because we signed a treaty with the indonesian military last year our history in indonesia was we cleaned up the anke river and helped build thousands of housing for the poor Mm -hmm. and move them to a village we call great love village And since then, we've been trusted. If you know the history of uh, Chinese in South Asia, um, I don't know if anyone knows, there was a very bad relationship Mm -hmm. between the local people and the Chinese. Mm -hmm. And back in 1994, I believe, there was a massive killing of Chinese Mm -hmm. um, because of just Mm -hmm. racial dispute. Mm -hmm. So Master taught the... Instructed the volunteers in Indonesia and said, you must change this around. If you make your money from that country, you should give back. And this is uh, all the overseas offices. This is the instruction we got from our master. She said, you must operate your offices without a master. That means uh, no guidance, without any money. I will not give you a penny. You live in that country. You must give back to the country. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of Chinese people, they're very good businessmen. They have very successful business. That means they use the labor in that community. Even in United States, the same thing. We in, we enjoy the benefits from U.S. people. The same time, we must give back to the U.S. people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's our um, that's our principles. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there was eight words from the master, because the, the U.S. was the very first overseas office from St. Dimas mm. in Morovia. And our director uh, back then asked master, so um, can you give us some advice? She said, I can give you advice. Is You work there, you get from there, you give back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That makes sense. That makes total sense.
1: <laughs> she says there are three things that we should not depend on. First, do not depend on power. Second, do not depend on status. Third, do not depend on money. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I like that mm-hmm. a lot.
2: Well, the situation is sometimes w- without money, you can't really do charity. Mm-hmm. So, how do you inquire the money? It's also something, it's all based on love. That's what we always try to teach others or try to tell others. Mm-hmm. You don't right. have to be rich right. to be a giver.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. the most important thing you can give is your heart, your love. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, your care, your compassion.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, talking about then, then go back to uh, we. Uh, skip asked why we are children are playing. <laughs> you know?
0: right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so true that that is that is a big part of it. Well, I like the, the 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 that sense of Tsuchi having worked with the government in a way that then allowed when a disaster happened to. Um, you know more easily get equipment, people, or whatever um, into Nepal. I like that because it it shows that the preparation was done mm-hmm. ahead of time, so that then it made a difference, and that 's not why you were doing it you weren 't doing that preparation really, so that when a disaster happened, you were doing it just as a part of your date whatever the organization was doing to facilitate your principles and whatever it is that you 're trying to accomplish there, and it happened to also then work to to make it easier when a disaster did strike. I mean, I just think that's, that's exactly why we need to be doing things too. Not so much for the disaster, but because these are the right things to be doing. Right. They're just the right things to do. Uh,
2: I think it also linked to earlier we said uh, one of our eight ma- major missions is uh, community volunteerism. Mm-hmm. The system needs to be there because mm-hmm. you're always ready and mobilized. Mm-hmm. That's why um, Tsuji can mobilize our volunteers and get our items ready a lot faster than the government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's always there. Mm-hmm. And we always prepare for the right. worst. Mm-hmm. It's not like we are praying for the worst, but we're prepared for the worst. So when it happens, everyone has already had the sense that this is what we need to do. And we learn from our lessons in mm-hmm. the past decades. Mm-hmm. So we're always ready. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's yeah. that's preparation, right? Yep. Preparation.
1: The <laughs> <Yeah>. joy. <laughs>
2: the
3: joy. Yeah.
1: The joy <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... How do you, how do you play with you, You're the Suji group again? Just, just let's let's repeat that. Calls
0: and emails and things like that. Yeah. Phone calls.
1: How do you find out about your activities in Santa Rosa?
2: I uh, find out uh, um, the activities through the dot org. T Z U C H I <laughs> santarosaorg okay. dot org. Also you can call us and leave a message 707 546 1945
1: And Great. what exactly will I see if I come to your office or? Well, we well, event, What events of event. do you have?
2: Most of them um, the regular events we have is uh, happen on Sundays and Mondays. Mm-hmm. So every Monday we Provide the breakfast service for homeless from 7:30 to 8:30 at okay. Catholic Charities, which uh, located Morgan and Sixth. So you can meet us there and help us to load our pastry and coffee, or you can come to the office at 6:30 and then start <laughs> cooking the coffee. Well, the homeless people really enjoy our coffee because we made it with love. Yeah, yeah they say this coffee tastes good. I say because it's not instant.
1: Yeah, We make it
2: every morning, every every Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that's Monday. Mm-hmm. Sunday, what happens?
2: Sundays, we, um, we have English. Uh, don't think that you speak Chinese. <laughs> we do speak Chinese. Uh, but we have an English book club that you're welcome to join us. We'll learn about the principles of tzu and recent books um, by Master's teaching. So you kind of get an idea why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you see what we're doing but you probably don't realize why we're doing it and this is a perfect chance for you to learn the the philosophy behind it mm-hmm. and some people are intimidated because we're Buddhists and but even though it's it's founded by a Buddhist nun but it's not required to change your religion as a matter of fact we don't want you to change your religion we want you to bring your religion to Cixi so in a group you will have all sorts of religions and we talk about it I'm sure there will be the similarity of uh, religion, religious background that we can chat about and then the, the, the point is we bring the best of each religion together mm-hmm. and then do good things so through the activities we show other people this religion does love living beings mm-hmm. i think we're trying to do and then also um once a month we cook um, homeless families a very nice chinese dinner you <laughs> say i can't cook chinese dinner no problem we'll teach you
3: <laughs>
2: so um it's uh, so quoted by some of the previous uh, Residents in uh, Catholic charities, they they often ask, even though they move out, they often ask, can we come back on the third Friday? (laughs) Because is going to cook the dinner for us. (laughs) It's the best dinner. Uh, Then also, we uh, help the city of Santa Rosa to do uh, park cleaning and creek cleaning. Mm -hmm. It has been seven years. Mm -hmm. Reno shine, which Mm -hmm. is there Mm -hmm. every month. And and it only takes two hours. But it, that people appreciate our own city. Mm-hmm. I found people have joined us, that love for the park, and they say, well, I never realized this is such a beautiful park. I just take advantage of it, think that I own it so they can trash the park. Mm-hmm. But since they have to pick up the trash, then they realize, you know, their own blessing. Right,
0: mm-hmm. right. Yeah, we have a sense of being entitled for these kinds of
2: <laughs> We have they the have, deed. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Do you you work with uh, children? What do you do for children? uh, Education. uh,
2: Children, children scares me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't listen. They're little devils. Sorry, (laughs) I have children too. So, well, uh, the thing is, um, they are very innocent. We learn a lot from them. You know, from a street corner, if you see a people who needs help, I think the first person want to offer help is always. Just children. And we learn a lot from them. But when I work with children, I say what's important is we install the correct thinking mm-hmm. for them and then the right moral aspect and uh, this on their mind. So when they grow up, they will bring out the brightness and the correctness to the world. Mm, that's yeah. what am thinking. But it's a tedious road, so that's why
3: <laughs> children scare me. <laughs> okay.
0: So one of the things that you said that is sort of intriguing for me, and that is... Um, um, maybe the concern for people because Tsuchi is is uh, um, buddhist mm-hmm. you know obviously coming from another part of the world even you know like the the sense of wanting to come to you on the, at a local basis but what i really like about what you're saying is that is that you're looking at the similarities between what people bring and not necessarily looking at the differences because i think that is a is a huge part of the problem that i see with the people that i interface with on preparedness for war is that they're they're looking at the difficulties they're looking at the, those things that are different between what they do and somebody else does <laughs> rather than looking at oh that's right we're all working for the same um, intention or in the same direction you know so that we people are not looking at the similarity so i really appreciate that that's something that you're saying that that happens with ch- with tzuchi.
1: I've been to a, a number of your events, and they're quite gentle, these people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the and only thing hearts. we're not gentle is we want you to be a vegetarian. There's no meat. There's definitely no meat in our office. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Well, clean out your um, digestive system, too. You know, yeah. If you eat yeah. more vegetables, <laughs> it's true. it's good for you. So that's another thing that um, we uh, host events every September, This. Last Sunday we have a a vegan event that you can participate as a, a chef if you want to participate in we call Iron Chef competition <laughs> that you can show off your cooking skill or you can just show up and buy some um, vegetarian food well which is vegan mm-hmm. now so mm-hmm. you know from this all all the proceeds go to charity mm-hmm. or you can host a table that you say, I'm such a great cook, I would like to host a table that I can sell my food. That's totally fine. Or you just want to host a table and tell everyone about the disaster preparedness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a sell.
1: Yeah. So when is now? When are these vegan events?
2: It's the last Sunday of September,
1: mm. oh. and we
2: are actually um,
1: so just once a year.
2: Once a year, and in conjunction with our um, three holiday, one of the three holidays, which is Moon Festival.
1: Mm.
2: So you will see moon cakes.
1: Mm. So talk about those festivals.
2: Talk about these festivals. I love food.
1: <laughs> not children, but food.
2: <laughs> no, not children. I know they. Children are not edible, so <laughs> they're not very attractive.
1: And, and they're meat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're meat.
1: That's right.
2: No, no, I don't eat meat. That's so, right. so this uh, festival—it's a basic celebration—and um, Chinese celebrate the three holidays, major holidays, okay. and these three holidays bring. Uh, people together, families together. One is the uh, Chinese New Year's, you know, and the other one is the Moon Festival. That one more uh, is not so great, Is in April that we get together, we go to the graveyard. It's basically, basically Memorial Day. Uh, so that, it's not really a celebration. Mm. But this Moon Festival, families return home and have a meal with uh, family members, and most of the time they, nowadays, they have barbecue. Mm. But we're trying to bring that that even barbecue, you can barbecue something else instead of somebody's <laughs> barbecue body. Barbecue of bean. Some, yeah. Something's body. <laughs> Some vegetables instead, huh? Well, yeah. Well, a lot of uh, um, uh, veggie substitutes are very right. tasty. Very mm-hmm. tasty. And yeah. at the same time, I view this as uh, I can fill my stomach without killing someone. Right. You know, it's still... Because before, I've been a vegetarian for 13 years. I don't look unhealthy. As a matter of fact, I have a lot of energy, more than anyone else. Because your body can digest these uh, plant-based food much easier. And then so you keep your energy, you still have, but you have to watch what you eat. One of the doctors told us that, um, you know, be picky on the food will make you unhealthy, not because you're being a vegetarian. It mm. doesn't make you unhealthy. It's picky on the food. Mm-hmm. You know, don't eat everything,
3: mm.
2: make you unhealthy. Yeah. So in the same time, I think uh, consciously, I, ju- I just, you know, start to bring my compassion out. And I just, uh, I look at my dog and I said, would I eat my dog? <laughs> I mean, it's the one living being there, right? Yeah. And the pig, a chicken, this is also an animal. Yeah. It used to be living.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And why do I have to... Kill that thing to fulfill my stomach. Yeah. If I don't have to, maybe I can elevate myself to a different degree. Then every day I'm eating, I enjoy food, but I don't feel guilty. Right. Well,
1: mm-hmm. That's a good thing. <laughs> they go through suffering in order to do yes. 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 So the September, it's the what September? What date?
2: Is it 27th?
1: There is the fourth. fourth
2: su- Sunday. Sunday.
1: Yep, that is. That's it. T- September twenty seventh. Yes. Oh.
2: Ten to two.
1: All right. So okay.
2: you got to overlap with the lunch time.
1: <laughs> Ten to two.
2: Ten to two. Um, come and sep- enjoy nice food. 26th. September
1: twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Should we RSVP?
2: No, it's an outdoor fair. Okay. No RSVP. Just come.
3: <laughs> Just but show Do up.
2: do bring your own utensils. Uh, Ah, that's another thing We don't provide anything Ah. So you bring your own utensils
1: What about plates? Nope do you so have to bring plates too.
2: Yes. So
0: it's you a B- it. BYOP, huh? Bring your own plates. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Is that what you said? BYOP. BYOP. Bring your own plates. Wow, yeah. that's a new one. <laughs> I just learned something. <laughs> I think
0: in college it was BYOB, which is bring your own beer. But uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> bring so, your own. P- yeah. Yeah.
0: Bring your own utensils. So it's BYOU, I guess.
1: Oh, so B-U. it's, it's BYOU. What's the title of it again? I'm putting in my calendar.
2: Tsuchisantarosa.org? Santa Rosa. Yeah. Dot org.
1: I know, I know that one. Oh, the, 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 the festival. The festival itself. Oh, the
2: festival is the moon called festival. yeah, moon. the Moon Festival. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: all right. Mm-hmm. Everybody, put it in their calendar.
2: <laughs> we'll tell <Okay>. moon stories. <laughs>
1: what, what is a good moon story? Uh,
2: the the original was a beautiful woman marry a very powerful man, mm-hmm. but uh, the man wants to. To live internal life so he was seeking uh, some kind of magic medicine and one day he inquired the medicine he put in his secret box but his wife this beautiful woman found out and in a hurry that she swallowed everything so instead of living in uh Instead of a, I think she floated to the moon, so has been living there since. Uh-huh. I, I didn't tell a great story, but that was the idea. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Will you tell to, better stories? I need to
2: recheck on that one. That, that was the story I listened to a long time ago. <laughs> now I kind of So, forget. you know what? One of the
0: things that comes to mind for me, Richard, is is that we talk about people one in neighborhoods trying to come together for preparedness, you know, um, and that they need to have, or, or, or it's best if there's already something that is going on in their neighborhood, you know, a barbecue or an annual get together or something like that. And mm-hmm. you're really proving that point with all of these things that you do to just bring people together and that they're getting Subtly, in a lot of cases, these messages, you know, not just the Buddhist message, but the message (laughs) of. respect and care and love and consideration of others and whatever it happens to take to be able to facilitate those in almost any given situation, whether it be cooking or assisting or going to the creek or whatever. These are all just part and parcel of the same thing. And so to me, it's really proof of that model that we talk about with people all the time is bring your neighborhood together, insert this message of preparedness, not because of this thing that might happen, but just because it will bring you closer together. These are all things that bring you closer together. I mean, I I just really think that your organization proves that point in a big way.
2: So um, Skip is doing is saying is that we should have our fair more often, (laughs) more of a eating event.
0: Yeah, or maybe we should have them in Sebastopol, is what we should. You know, maybe that's what we need to come up with. I
2: thought we had this something like this, similar before called neighborhood something gathering. I have received invitation. Well, do you for, remember for
0: cooking or for, for preparedness?
2: It's just preparedness, but it's some kind of like a networking. Yeah, map your neighborhood. The, the, Is that,
1: it's, that's it's, you know, we do map your neighborhood in Sebastopol and cope in Santa Rosa. Right. Oh, citizens okay. organize to prepare for emergencies,
3: hmm. yeah.
1: and we recommend having throwing parties. I mean, right. let's not make it difficult. Let's, let's right. have a good time yeah. and meet each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, in Sebastopol, I mean, th- we do this, a program called Map Your Neighborhood, mm-hmm. which um, is a, a train-the-trainer sort of mm-hmm. a program. And we have, I guess we're probably close to maybe 225 or 250 wow. people that have taken the leader training mm-hmm. um, in Sebastopol. So they're they're trying to come together with the neighborhood situation, you know, um, and it has a sort of assert the community emergency response team um underpinning Mm -hmm. of the of the training if you will um so it's it's a little bit more than the compassion there's not a lot of compassion that's talked about with it i think that's something that could be interjected more specifically into the into the map your neighborhood program is to utilize some of the ways of talking about things and bringing things up for people that could have a little bit more compassion associated to it a different way of communicating what you're trying to do besides just being prepared i think that's one of the things that we talk about right. how can we sort of change the message you know so that it, it doesn't have the old connotation of you know preparedness in the past instead of just looking at Wanting to come together, you know, and bringing, bringing, you know, whatever you have to offer to the mix for everybody to be able to have access to, whether it be your personal resources, your home, your facilities at your home, or your personal resources in your heart, or whatever you have mm-hmm. to bring to offer, is to give people reason to come together as neighbors, rather than just being prepared yourself individually. Right. Which, again, I think is what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, come together not out of fear, but out of compassion and love for one another. That's the idea. And bring your own utensils and plates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
1: bring vegetables. <laughs> right.
2: I would like to know what city so can help the community. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are not as known for the residents, so they don't know where to get to us or what mm-hmm. to ask, and we don't know their needs. Mm-hmm. So it's great to have this channel that they could know our phone numbers. Mm -hmm. We actually do a lot. If you do have some kind of difficulties in your household, and we can visit you and do an assessment Mm -hmm. or evaluation and work with the social workers. That's Mm -hmm. what we do um, Mm -hmm. in the regular times, Mm -hmm. in addition to the disaster preparedness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's all part of it. Yeah, really. So Mm -hmm. talk a little bit more about that. You're doing that now?
2: We are doing it. Uh, for example, we ha- we got a, re- um, a phone call that um, a senior woman um, who is uh, a Chinese and having trouble. Um, so we paid a visit to see her and uh, link her with her children and all do this little thing. Or we'll get a phone call from a Chinese immigrant. Can you translate for us? We need to go to IRS we need to go where then we will we'll provide the service on um, you mm-hmm. know if we're available mm-hmm. and things like this that we can provide language services if mm-hmm. it is you know linked to charity cases, mm-hmm. not like you 're going to a grocery store a department store that we we were we your per- personal servant right. but I think um, a situation like this we are ready to help out anytime and what I'm thinking of uh, participating in volad I'm sure this is uh, a, a an organization or a network of very foreign to um, immigrants if city can be any help mm-hmm. between the population they're not so familiar with the Western society and the you know, regular Western organization. Mm-hmm. I think we'll bring, I think through this uh, um, uh, cooperation, we can also bring the, the gap between mm-hmm. two groups. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're hoping that we, we can be that party mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's great. That's, great.
1: Th- that's true with the Spanish-speaking population as well. They, they kind of resist... Uh, Going and meeting with governmental officials because <laughs> mm. it, it can be dangerous for them,
2: right? Yeah, and so, the language, situation and the language
1: itself yeah. too. Right, and yeah. it's another way of uh, um, different cultures interact differently, um, mm. as you, as we all know. <laughs> um, so, to breaking down those barriers is just part of the joy of preparedness,
2: mm-hmm. mm. and mm-hmm. and especially during hard times that. If I'm not tr- trying to say that I want something happened in Santa Rosa, right. but in that case, you know, you bring people together, but just to think ahead. I think is the hard part. Mm-hmm. You know, people, we just don't think ahead. Want to enjoy the moment.
1: Mm -hmm. But
0: you're doing that. I mean, that's what Tsu does. I mean, even just with what you do locally in Santa Rosa, you know, two or three days a week or four days a week, you have some consistent things you do over time. And I think that's part of the lesson for all of us. I mean, consistent things we do over time. We're just doing them. And then when something happens, we won't be so blown away by it. And so it won't be quite so chaotic for us, you know, um, when when something doesn't have to be a major disaster. It could just be something that happens to you you know but you won't be blown away in the same in the same way that you might be if you weren't doing these things on a routine basis you know i think that's what's so powerful in it is that you're just doing it and you're doing it with volunteers (laughs) i mean we run into that i mean i run into that as far as my work what i've tried to do with cert on a local basis and i think what richard and i over the last year i guess it is that we've been trying to do it's people volunteering you know there's a lot it's difficult it's right. difficult to keep momentum. It's difficult to sort of like herd that energy. And yet you've you obviously have found a way with a, a million volunteers. Mm-hmm. Richard, can yes. you imagine? <laughs>
2: well, that, I wish I have a million volunteers in Santa Rosa. But that I think um, altogether, for example, like um, on Mondays, we have about 10 volunteers. They're willing to get up so early at 630 in the office and start cooking and preparing on this. Where did that come from? It's right. obviously not paid. They have to pay for their gasoline. I, I'm right. not in charge of that. Right. But I think it's through the practice of a compassion that um, more and more they they begin to be aware of the relationship between human beings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they start to see there's no difference between us that who has the money, who have the money to buy a car, or with the people who barely. Don't even have a place to sleep on. So I I think it's start to see the difference. It's very important to bring out the goodness of each person. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And um, I was going to say something else, but I forget.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think having a good, you know, the the goodness in the person, but then also having something in the organization that people can can make sense out of um, mentally as well as from their Mm -hmm. heart. I mean, the Ceres project in Sebastopol comes to mind for me. Do you know them? C E R E S, the Ceres project. They they My paraphrasing of what they do, um, they bring teenagers, young kids into a commercial kitchen to learn how to cook Mm -hmm. um, nutrient-dense foods Mm -hmm. that are then given to cancer patients. Wow. And they have volunteers that come in to – the kids volunteer – and then they have volunteers that come in to help in the kitchen. And they have volunteers that come and drive the food to the people in their homes, pick up the food and, or pick up the containers, mm-hmm. the food hopefully, and take it back. So they, But there's a reason that they all come together to do this. There's compassion. There's concern. Maybe they've had a relative who was on the service, you know, on the series service, receiving the foods. So they have a reason for connecting to them. So there's something about asking a different question for preparedness i mean richard's been trying to do that the joy part you know to get away from this sense of people find it so they want to bury their heads in the sand about becoming prepared but if we can find continue to find that way to get people to just come from the heart and this is why we're doing it is because this makes sense for me to do it with you and i really appreciate that you do it with me that's enough that's
2: enough yeah. right there. Very yeah. simple, huh? The oh, One thing um, I um, I want to amend to that, the part that we, what we're doing is that we're actually the major partner with the Red Cross. We're doing mm-hmm. a fire uh, alarm installation mm-hmm. to any families who, who are needed. Mostly our senior parks mm-hmm. and then all these low-income families. They don't have the uh, smoke alarm installed. Mm-hmm. And Red Cross is... Um, has received a donation, Who somebody is willing to uh, support this project so they can get a lot of smoke alarms. And mm-hmm. then we just help them get their training from Red Cross and the city volunteers will go to a different um, senior parks and senior mobile home parks and Mm -hmm. then just to help them install the smoke alarm so we are actually working with red cross for a long time for fire victims Mm -hmm. so when they um their house or their property is being hit by a fire and then we're able to give them some kind of financial aid Mm -hmm. and that's what we have been doing so this is what we do regularly but I don't really hear much in San Rosa.
0: Mm-hmm. We're pretty good you know i mean that's it's one of the things that that with sushi in particular i mean I've thought to interface with the city, to interface Red Cross. I mean, I know about Red Cross. I knew about VOAD. I knew about DP for VP. um, and, And who's trying to do what as far as getting the community to be more prepared? But, I mean, I think that's something that your organization has this depth to it that I was totally unaware of it. I mean, until we met... Earlier, well, mid mid year last year or something like that. I mean, I really had no idea who Tsuchi was, and yet you're so active, you are connected with Red Cross. I mean, I've heard about like the Napa quake. Oh yeah, Red Cross was there. Tsuchi, da 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 da. Like, no, 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 no. Back up. Who? Tsuchi was there, and it's right behind Red Cross. That's how you. I mean, you get you get talked about in the same breath because you bring so much to bear on them. And I was totally unaware of them. Right. Totally unaware of you. And I'm so glad that i that i am aware of it. Well,
2: I think, uh, one thing one uh, thing is that as a buddhist we're not supposed to boast what we we do <laughs> yes. we're supposed to do it quietly yes um but sometimes it's good to um um inspire others yes it's just to talk about it right. yes mm-hmm. yeah. um it's not like we're trying to make ourselves better than other people but we encourage everyone you can do the same thing you can do the same thing but it's a long journey.
1: Right. But it's a fun journey.
2: It <laughs> is a fun journey, especially when you get friends yeah. to do it together, right? Yeah, we need to have more fair, food fair, <laughs> okay. to spread not, our not kid fair. We don't want not to. Not kid. kid
3: no, fair. no, 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 no. <laughs> that's
2: great. That's great. <laughs> well, we
0: have a few minutes left. So, what shall should we? What shall we cover in the next few minutes? Do you have anything Maybe. that you wanted us to cover, Sally? That we haven't?
2: I just want to show my gratitude to Skip and Richard and all other friends in Sonoma County. That uh, who have um, worked with us and helped us and support us. Because, um, after all, our major three things that we have to bear in mind every day is gratitude, respect, and love. And that's what all city volunteers she holds.
0: That's Yay. great. That's great. That's yeah. beautiful. And so the connection is uh, to phone Tzu Chi to find out more 707 546 1945. And it's T Z U C H I Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa dot dot .org, dot org um, yeah. In order to find them on the web. Hmm. And I'm,
1: so, I'm so glad I know you. <laughs> it's just fun working with you. You always... I like to cook. <laughs> yes, she, she, she likes to cook, and, and she cooks well.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, so there's multiple events coming up um, for Tsuchi. Um, lots of information to be able to find out.
2: Yes, uh, May 10th. Let me advertise one more time from 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. at the rear courtyard of uh, Catholic Charities in downtown Santa Rosa. What happens there? We will have a Tsuji Day celebration as well as a Mother's Day celebration.
1: Mm.
2: May 10th. May 10th, Mother's Day. Day. Bring your mothers and your wives to a very (laughs) special (laughs) Mother's Day. And we need volunteers, too.
1: (laughs) Sept- that would
2: be really special. Okay. And
1: September 27th is September 27th is the Moon Festival.
2: September 27th uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. From 10 to 2.
2: One, ten to two, cover your lunch, bring cash, and, y- and <laughs> your own utensil,
1: <laughs> your own
2: plate, <laughs> your own, plate. Plate. Your own plate. B-Y-O-U, B-Y-O something.
0: Yeah, I like that, B-U, B-Y-O-U. B-U, B-Y-O-P.
1: And, and, and that's a good, good, thing, good thing to do anyway, no matter what meeting you go to, bring your own utensils and plates. That's
2: plate. right, that's you know, right. And mm-hmm. we
1: could save so much.
2: Right. Bring your own cup all yeah. the time.
1: And don't eat so much meat. It's save Save water.
2: Save water. Yeah. Don't contribute to the drought That's by right. eating meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So speaking of that, actually,
0: I have been um, only recently for the last several weeks or so anyway, um, taking the shower water from when I'm like warming up the water for to take a shower and stuff like that in a bucket and then either using that in the toilet if need be or taking it outside. And Perfect. the plants are doing really Great. well. Yeah. Great. You know, it's not wasting. It's not wasting that water. I was surprised how much water actually goes down the drain. Mm-hmm before the water Mm -hmm. is warm. Right. I do that too. Do you? I have a little bucket. Yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful. So So we
2: should hold an event called Bucket Fair. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's all we do is uh, promote promote the buckets. Yes. Yeah. That's
1: a wonderful idea.
2: Everyone would would be surprised at how much water you collect, you know, the water right before your shower. It is. Mm
0: -hmm. It's very, it's very, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we're almost, Richard, we're almost out of time.
1: Okay. So see you guys. Thank you very much for listening. And
0: we'll be back (laughs) in um, June. Yeah. And nice. um, What is it? What's the date? No. Uh, it's the first. It's the first, first Sunday. Sunday in June. Yes. We know that much. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. everybody.
2: Thank you. Okay. Love you all. Thank Bye. you. Bye, Bye.
0: See you, Richard. Okay. Bye.
2: Bye.